the comic book pit. Okay. I was just thinking that, yeah, this is, a, yeah, so this is episode 238 of Comic Book Pit. I'm Dan. I'm the Duke. I'm Jared. I'm Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. Oh! Yeah, so it's, um, so we're, this is post Thanksgiving. We're, uh, we're all back. All four of us on one show. That's kind of that's always kind of a uh, a, a welcome it's treat. Heard of? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, when we can all get together. Um, hope everyone had a uh, had a good holiday. Both my co-hosts and everyone listening. Hope everyone had a safe, enjoyable holiday. It was. Uh, I know I did. Yes. It was a welcome welcome rest, welcome few days off. And now we're back. Awesome. Talking, talking comics and you know what other n- nerd stuff. I, I just, I the re- I was like, let's get the show started, but um, I just thought we could say something about the December project that you brought to us. And oh right, everybody started already except for me. I didn't draw something yet today, but I will. <laughs> That's okay. Um, well, yeah. So, so you know, there's it's kind of like the. Um, it seems like every month there's a new um, daily challenge, either art or otherwise. And as we're in the more of the comics communities, you know, a lot of things, at least that I see online or on Instagram, are have to do with drawing. And and uh, so uh, I thought it'd be fun to, you know, it, it's always it has to, it's always like a pun on whatever month. It happens to be like um, in November, DJ Kaufman was doing uh, Joe Vember, oh, yeah. where every day he drew a different GI Joe guy. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to do December, and it would be it's DC Ember. So basically, uh, once a day, drawing a different DC character, posting it, and um, I corralled the rest of the. CBP into doing it. We started today. Um, uh, like Scott said, he's he's going to work on his, or he hasn't his yet. But um, I'm going to work on it. Tonight. Yeah. So so far, so good. Day one, we're um, off to a good yeah. start. Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah. Um, and the idea is that the fans could win these. Yeah, I I, or- I thought we could at the end of the month we could have a drawing and um. Maybe, you know, there's between the four of us, if we each do, you know, uh, maybe, you know, we might drop off here. Yeah, and there, that's but 31 let's drawings. Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, times yeah. four. It's 120. That's a lot of that's drawings. A, yeah. That's a lot of original art. So I thought maybe we could do four winners. 
Like, you know, and maybe we can split up our art between four people or so. Yeah, we have to figure out our terms yeah. and conditions. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so the, so the easiest way to enter, to win the art at this point is just to, um, if you see one of the posts on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, is just to, just like it. I agree, yes. Or, or, or leave a comment, and that way we'll have, you know, we'll have your name. And then at the end of the month, probably after, you know, after the New Year holiday and once everything settles back down, we'll maybe the week after, then we'll do the, the drawing. We'll take all the names and we'll, um, you know, and we'll pick them. We'll do the drawing. We'll, and then we'll I, I, I know a way. Yeah. I can. Now, uh, the, the pre show podcast, which is uh, Scott and I discuss sequel statements and bore Dan and Sean to tears. <laughs> and look for that coming soon on iTunes. I, I do know a way, Scott, you, to write like a report that can like randomly draw, choose the winners. Oh, there you go. And, ex, and using my spreadsheet that I am equally passionate about. And really, we probably should start a podcast on this stuff. <laughs> we get almost more passionate about that stuff than I think we do. Well, well, you guys always talk about it for like five or ten minutes. I could always just cut that five <laughs> or ten minutes and send it to you guys, and you could have like a quick little, <laughs> yeah, like a quick, you know, like a, quick like, podcast, like a little mini yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, play some really happy music beforehand. You know, yeah. Talkin' XL yeah. with Scott and yeah. Jared. <laughs> Sequel tips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the end of the show could be like, and if. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't know if that's a sequel thing. That might be a visual basic <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um. We're blown so, nerds. If there was any doubt, yeah. it's, it is. Well, yeah, we have le- many levels of nerddom. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, anyways, but but you can um, just look for hashtag December. Basically, it's the the word December without the first e. So, DC Ember. And um, yeah, I, and I don't know if anyone else is doing it. I I, I searched that hashtag, and I it looked like. Some some uh, artists, both professional and um, amateur, had done some a few things last year, but I guess it's just not you know it's not a big it's not a big thing. But I guess it has been done before, so yeah. Yeah, it seemed fun. Yeah, yeah, I thought it'd be something fun to do, and it's fun for us to do as a group, and and then we can give back, you know. You know, it'll be fun to give that stuff yeah. away when we're done. Yeah, it might be a good way to spread the word about the show too. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I I probably am gonna I'll, I'll I'll probably just draw Supergirl because I'm gonna watch that after the podcast. So, um, yeah, I'll just that's probably the first one. Now, is that the 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 Supergirl episode that is that kicks off the invasion? Yeah, I'm gonna just skip ahead. Crossover, even though event. I'm behind on that show, I'm just gonna skip to that and watch the invasion. Like I, I feel like I need to be up on time on that. Okay, can I? Spoil right. away, man. I don't care. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like I can tell you this, and it won't spoil anything because it kind of makes me a little upset. And what we're talking about is, uh, there's a big TV crossover event on the CW, which crosses over. The four DC shows on the CW: Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. It's literally happening now when we're recording this. <laughs> right, yeah, the, thanks. And it's the conclusion. Yeah. Was the the conclusion is tonight in Legends of Tomorrow? So 
Duke, you actually don't even have to watch Supergirl. Really? Because, yeah, because this really kind of annoyed me. I would... No, I, I have been watching the season and I've been enjoying it, so I'm not. It's not a statement about the show, but I'm watching this episode and it, because it's supposed to be. I was going to watch it anyways, but it's the first. It was supposed to be the first episode of the invasion crossover. It kicks everything yeah. off. Nothing happens until the end. You know how they always do like kind of oh. end, like cap type yeah. of thing. Nothing oh. happens until then, and all that is is. Barry and Cisco vibing over to her universe to ask her for help. Uh, see, Which, and then they, say, and they, then they, they show w- it again in the Flash on Tuesday. Yeah, they yeah. show the exact same scene uh, in the Flash. And, 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 so, and if this is a little bit of spoiler for, but I'm going to say Supergirl's episode. Like you watch, like oh, like this might play into the four episode, like the solution to the dilemma they faced. Yeah, does not. You're like, oh, all right. I thought because signaling yeah, how this like, is going to solve this problem. No, I'm watching Legends right now while we're doing this, and <sighs> it doesn't involve the uh, the solution to the MacGuffin from Monday Supergirl. It was, yeah, it was a prologue. Is well, what it was. That's a bummer. And, and and actually, if you look at the name of the Supergirl episode, is not even Invasion Part One, but if you look at Flash, it's Invasion Part Two. Right, all the shows have the the title of Invasion, yeah. like Arrow, but Flash, and Legends. Yeah, it was just kind of annoying. That's annoying. I thought it was it was the a other waste. reason it's an annoying is because one of the things when Flash crossed over into Supergirl in you know last season, he was like, he's like, wait, you're an alien, and then he's like, wait, you have aliens, you know, like in the Flash verse or whatever, they don't have aliens. Like they don't know that they know of. No, they have. I mean, they've got they've got supernatural and they've got yeah. metahumans, but they don't have. Right, aliens. they have you now. Yeah, I guess. Right. Well, see, I thought it would have been cool if the if the aliens came from Supergirl's universe and found a way to cross over and invent, you know, invade. You would you would think that would that be a good way to, to connect the yeah. shows, right? Oh, I'm well, disappointed already. The CW didn't think so, Scott. <laughs> well, a, I, I mean, and the the Arrow episode was all right. It wasn't the greatest. I'll have to rewatch the Legends one because I didn't really pay to give it my full attention. But um, does Diggle say, act the, like the, a, does Diggle act like a doofus in it? <laughs> because whenever they're, he's always no okay. He's so okay. whenever he's su- he's always like super serious, cool dude, and then whenever they do a flash crossover, he acts like I don't get any of this. You know, this is whack. Oh well, yeah, there there yeah. is a little bit of yeah. that. He 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 says something like Barry, my um, ever since you sh- or something like my world was a lot less interesting before you showed up, or a lot less yeah. crazy before you. Like sh- his like, really, his mind is blown. But well, I mean, and let let let's just face it. Obviously, it's Barry is to blame for literally everything. Yeah, pretty much. Ever. <laughs> it's like, you can't be, like, Barry, Ollie, like, you can't be the lead on any of these shows and not be, like, a lightning rod and take all the crap from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, my, my other 
Um, if I had a criticism so far, again, only having watched two of the, well, yeah, I haven't watched the conclusion. I'm sure there's going to be, it'll be a little bit more epic, hopefully. A close. little bit more, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's cool seeing everybody but, interact. Yeah, that I like. And and you can tell everyone's just having a lot of fun doing it. But the they've barely shown the aliens. Oh, uh, wait, till, wait till Legends. Okay. okay. I, that's, and that's what I figured. But you get a little bit in Flash when they first show up. You get a little bit in Arrow. But it's like, well, and I, I don't want to say too much because Scott has You have to wait till watched. part four to get a lot of them? Well, here's what, here's what it made well, quite clear. That's what it sounds like. Arrow yet. I'm going to say, fellas, here's what it made quite clear to me. Uh, this is the CW. They don't have a $200 million budget <laughs> to put together a, an action movie like we're used to going to see at the movie theaters. It is very much a basic cable 8 p.m. show. They throw and, costumes and on some guys. There's, the Dominators look good. There's a reason why you don't see them too much, because they look really good, and they okay. must be really expensive to make. Okay. And, and they certainly try and they're working with what they have available to them but yeah you could i could see the well, uh I, I could feel the limitations but they tried it's oh, yeah, i mean it's no it's been fun but i again like talking about the i mean you can do things on a budget or be limited but still tell a good story and we haven't really gotten anything up to this point, from the Dominators. It's all been like um, uh, Argus, like uh, Lila oh. basically gave everyone the backstory of of the Dominators, because they've been around since World War Two. Oh, okay. Or, or, or they, they visited in World War Two, and so and, and, and we know they're up to something, and we know like they've 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 taken the president, and they're, but it's like there's no, you know, it's like there's, we, we still don't know what's going on. Uh, there's no story. Legends. So far, yeah, but, it's, but like, we should have to wait until the, until the conclusion to, <laughs> it's like, you know, it, we got the obligatory heroes fighting heroes, and then, I don't know what happened. I mean, I, I watched Arrow. It was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad episode. Well, that's good. Got to see a lot of. Old familiar faces, which was it cool. made me want to watch Arrow, which the crossover episodes always do. But we'll see if it actually ever, if I do actually watch Arrow. But yet, yeah, Legends is the payoff episode where okay. everything's revealed. Everything that you can only assume that you some you have multitask watched it. I'm watching yeah. it right now, Scott. Yeah, given the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like play by play action right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Yeah, we have to watch it again too because I. <laughs> Couldn't pay full attention to it, but yeah, I, I, All right, it, it's well, ending as we speak. It was cool seeing like CW's version of the trilogy or the Trinity, which is uh, Kara, Ali, and Barry. Oh, okay. And all the interactions. Yeah, it, it, it makes me wish that all that the universes had like that they were all together. Well, uh, I think they they've. They they they're they're not blended, but the uh, the, the door is swinging both ways. The door is open because mm-hmm. I mean the door with, is open. Yeah, with Flashpoint. Well, um, not with Flashpoint, but with uh, the the tech. I don't want to say much. I don't want to give things. It's, it's it's little things. I don't want to give away. 
But let's just just say this introduced the notion that crossing Earth. Well, Flash has been showing that you you can vibe from Earth to Earth. Yeah. That 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 ability it looks like it's going to be used a little bit more. Oh, they they uh, on the Flash they open portals like we take the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like every other episode, they're like, "Oh, what's going on in Earth four twenty two or whatever?" It's like, yeah, just man. head on over. Um, yeah. So don't worry. Like going from Earth to Earth ain't no thing anymore. They might as well but, um, be on the same Earth. Put it that way. Okay. What What I've been liking about um, Supergirl is the the uh, the, the the small um, hints towards Batman. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. L- little nod. And, and yeah, on and and the one episode, uh, it, it was when Superman had guest starred for a couple episodes, um, and he was I I, I liked yeah. him a lot. Um, but there, Superman and Supergirl are fighting these uh, drones over um, National City, and one of them, like, you know, they, they save this family from nearly being killed by one. And it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing that Dad's like, he says, like, that's it. We're moving back to Gotham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then in the last episode, or maybe, yeah, it might have just been in this this recent episode, they're talking about uh, vigilantes. And Supergirl says, oh, my cousin worked with a vigilante once. It was a, it was the, it was such a pain the the gadgets and the and the technology uh, and this and that and basically, you know basically yeah, yeah. Batman. <laughs> but um well, as I say they showed a preview it's weird this episode of Legends was like you know like Flash was kind of a Flash centric episode Arrow was very Arrow centric centric Legends mm-hmm. was truly the crossover okay. it, it was it, it was a Legends episode in name only. Um, based on where the yeah. focus is oh, at. And what's interesting, they showed a preview for next week's mid-season finale, and the reverse Flash is on it. Oh. So the, the, their villains are now crossing over from... The, the, their, the universe is getting a little further, whatever. What That's am I trying cool. to say? Yeah. The, 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 the characters are bouncing around. Integrated. Yeah. That's the word, Scott. That's yeah, why you're here. Integrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's my word for the night. Thank you, everyone. Yep, there it is. The word of the day is integrated. <laughs> so this is like Pee Wee's Playhouse. And every yeah. time someone says integrated, <laughs> we have to like yell. And <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Pee Wee's Playhouse. Well, mm-hmm. we all do. Hmm. Oh yeah, we're old enough to remember that. Um, well, I mean, I, you know what? I remember it, but it, I never watched it. I think it was. I don't know. I, I I wasn't in the mindset to watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> oh, that was like my jam when I was a kid, like Pee Wee's Playhouse and what was it, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Pee Wee's Big Top. Oh Cop. yeah. Oh my. Oh, I I I love Pee. I mean, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I've I've probably seen that movie like two dozen times. Um, never saw Big Top Pee Wee. I don't remember. I think as a little kid, I probably liked it, but I don't remember much about it now, unfortunately. I just know that was the you know that was the one where he was in the in the circus, but. That's all I know. Is there limitations on the D- DC Ember? Like, could we have Pee Wee as Batman? You know, I mean, is that a possible? Oh, you want to do like you want to do like a yeah. mashup? 
Yeah, I think I is think that, a matchup would be allowed as long as it was a DC, DC costume as long or as, something. Yeah, as long as a DC character was part of the matchup. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> it's a free world, Scott. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you can do what you like. Well, you know how Dan is. He'll just reject it. He'll be like, this is unfit for a comic book. No. I... <laughs> do it again. Denied. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh. So, may I talk about a comic book real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was just about to ask if anyone had any uh, books. There's a particular about. series that I. I would always touch on here and there throughout my run on the comic book pip, and I never really went full bore into it. Uh, and I said I was going to hold off until it ended. And it ended last week. The final issue of Chew came out. Oh yeah. Am I oh, correct? Yeah. You guys read Chew like initially, I but then like fell never, off from it. Never read it except like the first issue. I've read the first two issues. Okay, no, well, I read the first sixty. <laughs> first sixty. <laughs> <laughs> and. uh it's over, and um, it, it, well, your wife read the trades, right, Sean? Yeah, she's been reading the trades. Okay, I think she's pretty current on the trades. As far as trades go, yeah, because it's it's all over. Um, the final issue came out, and it was very fitting to the tone of the series. Um, it was always kind of like an offbeat book that was real big on. High absurd concepts, biting humor, biting humor, yeah, right. just <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. It just whack all around wackiness, and it didn't get it, 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 and that's how it ended. And it was like the the issue fifty nine was sort of like the end of the story, like that that went that went through the whole thing. And then the final issue, and it opens up where it says epilogue, because it takes place you know, many, many years later, and sort of is that a little hook for the, the overarching story, and kind of reveals everything. Um, if I had any sort of like criticisms, in that it played this whole mystery up for the last seven years, and then I don't want to say that the payoff didn't quite match the teasing, but like I said, it was just kind of one of those, huh. And you're like, it also fit the tone. Um, and then, it, then the way it ends, it's like, huh. And it's not like, goodbye, or right off into sunset. It's just, life's carried on from the way things ended in, you know, in issue 59. And, and that was kind of the end of the overarching story that had been running through the entire series, uh, was 59. And then 60, which is you how they've moved on and where, Folks are at now, and then it has that little, a little like PS. I don't want to spoil it or give anything away. Um, for I, don't know, I guess folks read it, maybe if, unless you tell me that you don't care, and then I will just spoil. I, I don't mind if you. Okay. If you no, I, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so what? What's that? I'm down in the basement, so my wife can't hear you. Okay. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> so the whole mystery behind the the poultry being outlaw thing was. That the Earth had received a message, and like a secret, like an Illuminati type group had received the message. I'm interpreting it. People are listening. Like that's totally wrong. But so, so the message was received. Everyone's like, it threatened to destroy the world of people who ate poultry. So that's why they instituted like the poultry. That came like the highest echelons of you know secretness or what have you. 
And so that's where the whole mystery of where did this culture being come from? It's not what it means to be, blah, blah, blah. Um, at some one point in the series, like, there was like this fire writing that appeared in the sky. And that was basically, ended up to be like a warning from this race of aliens, pretty much saying, be eating chicken. Uh. If you, if we find that you're eating chicken, then chicken will blow you up. And then, like, as it went on, um, she was basically gathering all these different food eating powers because it turns out it required a, I think, symbiopath is how they pronounce it. I heard that read for seven years, but never tried to say how. <laughs> all these food based powers, one person would need to gain them all in order to stave off the threat. So, and the, as I started running, and then that's happening, and then, like, there was this countdown that started from that fire rating in the sky, maybe the earth was going to be right, because people were still eating chicken. So, a lot of the main characters died in, like, the last few issues. Like, mm. the, I think there's only, like, three recurring characters, four, five, five, five answer. Out of, it was a very large cast made it all the way through. Um, so, Tony Do, he gets all the powers he needs, and basically kills everybody on the Earth who has eaten chicken. Oh, wow. Or they the entire planet from being destroyed. Uh, so that's how 59 ends with like, people popping dead in the street, like bleeding out of their eyes. Uh, they had chicken in So then, it is like decades later. Like, Tony Chu's an old man. His daughter, like now, works for like the FDA, and she it's like same wacky adventures with her partners, all futurists and whatnot. And then the aliens who have been sending these fire messages finally arrive. And that's where it all takes place, like, at the scene of where the aliens are coming down and, like, people are gathered to meet them. And so the book ends with the aliens coming off their ship. They take off their helmets and they're giant chickens. <laughs> and then the final scene is Tony Chu, like, making his way through the crowd, leaping towards the main chicken with a knife and plunging it into the chicken's heart. The last page is a giant splash page. Of Tony Chu <laughs> stabbing the, the lead alien in the chest with like a knife made out of chocolate. <laughs> it was oh introduced gosh. way earlier in the, like the chocolate weapons. So like I said, it was wackadoo, bizarre, fitting. It didn't get like overly sentimental or anything like that. It's just you read it, it was like, huh. And, it's, and that was it. And it's, and uh I'll miss it. it. It was a fun series. It was original and it stayed true to itself all the way through. <laughs> And, uh, see, there, that was, that's why I could never really, like, discuss single issues over the years. Yeah. Because it was all part of this larger tapestry. And to get into, like, well, here's what's going on in issue, like, 43. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. I had to explain all that stuff. Like, and it's, it's been a wild ride. There was a spot, like, in the mid 20s where I was on the fence about this title. Um, I think it was called like Major League Chew. Sean, did you read any of these, or just your wife reads them? She did. I I think I tried to read the first trade, and I probably got into like maybe I don't know, I was like issue three or four, and I lost steam. I was just like, eh. I mean, it was good. I liked it, and I see how my wife would like it, but it was just not just. It's like, eh, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Anyway, so at one point, and there was like a, it always ran like five issues, like arcs that had different times of probably two, three, four, five. Uh, in the twenties, there's where like Tony got kidnapped, and um, like some writer who fed him like dead baseball players, a sort of I forget how it went. You think I would like that? I was like, oh, this is kind of lame. 
and then because they and then they was back and for like six months it was like real time so there was like another like five issue arc that just he wasn't in at all and all it did was world build and i was just oh my god it was it was at the time at the time it was a little bit like watching paint dry it got towards the end of that like arc on me what was happening that the tapestry was being laid out that was going to set the groundwork for the rest of the run mm-hmm. and I, I realized what was happening. So like I said I, I stuck I, it, it was rough in, in, in going through it but I realized what was happening it, it made it a you know easy pill to swallow and it did like I said, it made all these other characters and it just set the groundwork for how is it all going to play for the main 30 some issues there were some one shot uh, Eric Apoyo it was like a cybernetic they did a crossover issue with a, the book Revival. I don't know if you've ever read. Oh yeah, I'm re- I remember that. And um, yeah, it, it it was good. So I have the full set. It's one of the few books I think I have getting end of. And it's just weird because I remember that you guys were Walking Dead. It had a preview in an issue of Walking Dead, like the first technical appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen previews like on comic book research. I was living in Williamsport when it came out. And I went to the, it was a light week, and I didn't feel like buying one comic, so I remember looking around, and there was one remaining copy of the first issue left, and it had made its way from like the new issue shelf to the wall, where like you know the order books before they get boxed. Mm. And it was the last copy of the first issue on the wall, and I, I picked it up. I remember I taking over my buddy's apartment and reading it and being like. Dude, like you need to read this. This book is crazy, and I don't know if he stuck. I think he may have fallen about to check in with him. But yeah, and then like every month, this that was probably like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So I think it was oh no, I don't remember. I saw it was before I moved here, so it's at least you know seven plus years. It's it it's really satisfying to be able to read a complete series like that from beginning to end, like. Chew or and like I got to do that with um, Ex Machina, um, and you know Why the Last Man stuff like that. I mean, just I, the ones that you know go all the way to the end to the, to their to the, you know, designated the stopping point. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 Uh, We've all read the books that like got canceled or just stopped or what have you, but to get that full piece or the, or the ones that have gone on too too far, yeah. like. Yeah. I felt like like fables. Fables was supposed to end at seventy five, and it just kept going. And but when when it hit that seventy fifth issue, I I mean I I've read one or two issues after that, but Man. everything after that felt just anti. I, I hung in there. Just, I hung in there on fables until issue one hundred, and I was like, it's got to end. I I just can't take it anymore. And I <laughs> and it went for what one hundred and fifty. Some, yeah, like, and it, it, I mean, oh. honestly, it should have just ended when it was supposed to end, and I think it would have been a stronger, you know, it, it, it would have been a, a more, just a nicer, complete story. Yeah. Because since issue one, everything built up to one, that last Yeah, one through 75 were solid. That was like one, yeah. that was one book. And then that was yeah. everything after it was the happily ever after kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like they, they decided to go with, you know, in uh, Snow White and uh, Big B were married and had kids, and they the kids were growing, and you know, like they just went down that road instead. Like they just kept going with, like, 
this whole new thing, and I was like, I, I can't do it anymore. It's too, too much. <laughs> I don't but, care. Uh, yeah. But, um, actually, I just finished, and I had mentioned it a couple episodes ago of Comic Book Pit, but, um, BPRD appears to have finished its run. And that just finished it, like, 140-some issues. And that was one of those long, long commitment, long burn books that I was like, you know, I can't wait to see how this ends. And, I mean, it was an, it was a epic ending, you know, for the series. And I'm like, okay, now. And I started, Mignola just ended Hellboy. And now it appears that they have ended BPRD. So I'm like, what? Hmm. What is the Mignola verse doing? You know, or, I mean, is he just ending everything, or you know? So I don't know, but I mean, it was, it was pretty awesome. I, I will say that that uh, they build it up. You know, there was Cthulhu monsters all over the earth, and you know, and they somehow came out victorious. I mean, it was one of them kind of things where they they shouldn't have won, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. but they found a way. And uh, I mean, it was good because it was that you know when you think about how many issues a book like that runs, 140 divided by 144 divided by 12 is 12 years. So I mean, that's crazy. So yeah, I mean, in in this. In this day and age, in this era of comics, I mean that 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 says something. Yeah. That's an accomplishment. Yeah, so it's pretty. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's like wow, I really, I actually made it. You know, like this has been good mm-hmm. the whole time, and you know, and there were consequences too. You know, like not not everybody lived. You know, it was like holy crap. <laughs> like I don't know. I was just I was impressed. So. Well, um, speaking of you know books that have you know, have run their course and come to their natural stopping point, so I I read uh, the Vision number twelve, oh, yeah. which is the last issue of the um, the Vision in suburbia as a family man story, and uh, this. Uh, from issue one, I, I should say I didn't start reading this right from the beginning because I thought, oh, Vision got his, you know he's got his own book that's gonna that's gonna blow. But then by issue two, I kept like I kept hearing everybody talk about this book, and so I, I'm like, okay, fine, I'll I'll pick up the first two or three issues and see what all the, Hello. you know, yeah, see what this is all about, and. I think from the first issue, I was like, "Okay, I'm in," and 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 this book, it, it's it's one of those books, especially you know, coming out from Marvel in this in this uncertain time of Marvel when I feel like um, the company doesn't, at least as far as its comic book properties, I feel like its identity is just all over the place. Yeah. Like Marvel is just. Marvel is what DC they're, was like a couple of years ago. They're throwing crap it's at the like, walls right now. It's floundering. They're, they're just trying um, a lot of stuff, and I feel like that they've lost their center. Yeah, exactly. There's there's no 
there's nothing, there's no anchor. Yeah. Um, you know, for a long time, it was like the Avengers, you know, like in the 70s and 80s, it was like the X-Men. Yeah. Then, you know, in the, in the 2000s, it was like the Avengers, like everything cir- like circled the Avengers. Now, who knows what it is, but, but you get a book like The Vision, which has, it has no business being published by Marvel. It has no, and it has no business being as good as it is. And telling the kind of um, creepy, uh, subversive, like um, like suburban, like almost horror, like um, horror slash thriller slash I don't know. It it, it had it's, elements of so many things. It's like a, um, you know what? I actually because you had talked about this a few months back, I. Actually got the issues that we had, you know, for the samples or whatever. I forget where. I don't know. But I got I got a hold of them, and I got to read, like, two issues or three issues. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is really good. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's um, to present it in a way that, that's, you know, androids are just trying to have a regular suburban American life kind of thing. But mm-hmm. then these factors come into play that they're not ready to deal with because they're androids, you know, emotionally. They're not, they don't know how to handle it. Right. And it's like, yeah, the, and then it just gets like into this like, holy crap, like, this could go really horribly wrong. Well, and, and the way it snowballs from the beginning, because right from the first issue, they set up the, this ominous idea that the vision is going to destroy everything. Mm. It was um, it was foretold by, uh, what's her name, uh, Agatha Harkness. Oh, yeah. Who's, who's like this, can see the future. And she basically tells the Avengers, the vision's going to kill you all. And the vision is going to just raise the earth. And that was the first issue. So... It's almost like you're you're almost on the edge of your seat, kind of tiptoeing on eggshells, wondering what the tipping point is going to be, where the vision goes from this, uh, you know, c- cool, calculating hero to uh, rage death machine. Yeah, and um, the way it ends, it's wasn't really what I thought, but then again, nothing in this series was what I thought it was going to be. And when I when I first, I think they announced maybe midway that it was going to end at twelve, and Tom King was going to DC, but he was going to finish his tw- you know up to t- issue twelve. At first, I was upset because I'm like, oh, this is such a good book. But how we were talking about you know books ending when they should end. Yeah. Um, this was absolutely the right way for this book to end. And I'm, I'm glad it ended here. I'm glad he told his story. Um, the way it ended left it open for uh, a future story, but it's kind of creepy and disturbing. <laughs> and awesome. I hope, I hope nobody, pick, nobody else tries to pick up this story and, 
keep it going. I hope it just stops here. And and maybe if you know Tom King ever wants to come back, you know, he has left the door open to come back. But I don't think he will, even if he has the opportunity, because I feel like he, you know, I would hope that he knows that these twelve issues are near just practically perfect. Yeah. Like from issue one to issue twelve, it's just like this is going to make a great collection to have. Nice. Well, that means I gotta continue reading it. I, <laughs> I have, um, yeah, I have a few of the issues already. So, um, but yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to finish it. You know, like finish out the uh, the, the year on it. So, all right, and and, and I'm gonna segue. And I, I hope no one has. Ha- well, if anyone has any anything else, forgive me. I'm just going to jump right into something I wasn't crazy about, yeah. but written by the same guy, which is insane. Tom King is writing Batman ah, right now. I have read. And I just that. read. Okay, so I just read issues ten and eleven of Batman. Are we talking about the Bane? Yes, the I Am Suicide yeah. storyline. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what um. Yeah, aside from the art, I do not like this right now. Um, it's pretty loose. Like it's it's there's not a lot of not a lot of words, you know, like not a lot of no. um well, and and the words that they that are in there are Okay, so issue 10 is the first part of this I am suicide, yeah. I think. Oh no, I'm sorry, it's part 2. Um where basically what, he's on a suicide squad mission, right? Yeah, he's 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 infil- he's trying to infiltrate Bane's island, uh, Santa Prisca, to liberate the person that's going to help Gotham Girl, yeah. who is who was made crazy by Psycho Pirate. Yeah, I think something like that's that. That's right. Um, the whole issue is. Narrated by Bane, which gets old really quick yeah. because it's just this tedious, ongoing uh, whatever. I don't even know what he's talking. Like I just kind of tuned it out by halfway because I'm like, "What are you? Yeah, what's this for? You know? Yeah, yeah." And then like the only thing Batman keeps saying is like. Now we're gonna break. I'm gonna break his damn back. That's all he kept saying. Yeah, through the whole episode, like I will. Yeah, thing he said. I want this guy. If you, you know, if you don't give him to me, I will break your back. And Bane's dialogue kept going on and on and on. And then, spoiler, but you find out at the end that he's that Batman was the distraction, right? And um, Catwoman pulled the guy. I don't know. Did I read that wrong? That that happens in the following issue, okay. issue eleven. You find out that. Well, no, you're, you're right. The last page of issue ten, Catwoman is there with the uh, person that he went there to bust out. Um, but they have the guy, but they go back into his fortress. And he says, now we break his damn back. Yeah. I'm like, you've got the guy that you came there for. Go home. Yeah. 
But then in know. issue eleven, um, I I don't know why, and I I think I noticed this in the first arc, but it it didn't bother bother me as much. But I really don't like the dialogue. I don't like his Batman's dialogue. Yeah. Um. In in issue eleven, um, Batman and Catwoman just refer to each other as Cat and Bat. Yeah. Which is weird. Um. Oh, and then they um didn't they have a? And, and, oh well, they've got the, they've got this banter and like they're they're chasing like he's chasing her across rooftops. And they've got this banter, and it's like it was like it's almost like he's trying to be Bendis. It was like Eon Flux. <laughs> it's just it was just it was. bad. What a, what a, what it was. What a deep pause, guy. I, I know, but I I never thought of that before. Yeah, no, I could I could now that you say that I could picture it. Because, it's just because the intro to Eon Flux is she's like he's like he's like you know you you dance on the edge, and then she's like I am the edge. You know, and it's this back and forth of her running across the city. And it's, a, I mean, that's literally what Catwoman's doing. Yeah. It's saying, like, I've killed all these well, people, and what are you going to do about it? You know, you know I'm going to do something again. You know? Uh, here, it, here's here's two examples. So he's chasing her, and uh, he says, you shouldn't have jumped. She says, you know I wouldn't have made it. He says, I knew you wouldn't make it. <laughs> like, it is. And then later on, you killed 237 people, cat. I had to chase you. I killed 237 people, bat. I had to run. Yeah. Oh just, man. Just, yeah. It, yeah. See, it's bad. Yeah. Right. Particularly with that it's not reading. Just me. I, I mean, it was, we could try and put a little life into it. What was Batman's line again? Um, he said, "You killed 237 people, cat. I had to chase you." <laughs> I, I killed 237 people, Bat. I had to run. It's supposed to be poetic. Yeah, I'm not even going to Yeah, I, I was going to try and, like, uh... No, it's just bad. Well, I've, I've wanted to do this on the show before, but I I think that we should have selected readings sometimes. And, and I think <laughs> this book might actually be a good candidate. That's a good... Yeah, you're right. Selective That's readings one. from the pages of a comic. And then just read it out of con... You know, just read it. And let the people yeah. decide what they want about it. <laughs> yeah, we we have to we have to recruit some uh, some theater folk <laughs> to to do some bad that readings for so us. Good. And now a selected reading, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, and I, I'm just gonna say, and this is this will be the last thing I, I guess I'll talk about for this episode. But I was able to cleanse my palate, ironically, with. Detective Comics, um, oh, yeah, issues uh, nine forty three and nine forty four. They start a new. It started a new storyline called the Victim Syndicate, and it's awesome. I've, I've, I keep hearing that. Yeah, Detective is the the one to read out of yeah. the two Batman books and Detective. Well, I think that, we, I, that's the one. To I read. think I said that in the yeah. I think in, in the, the last, last episode. episode yeah. <laughs> Hey, those people but, are you, Dan. Who said that? that they're, yeah, that's, that, uh, that was me, Scott. His own. Um, Dan's my echo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was funny. Like I, I read those two episodes, and I was kind of like bummed out because I'm like, man, this. I like the art. The art's gorgeous, but the dialogue just sucks. And then I, 
I got to read those two issues of Detective. I'm like, ah, that felt better. Yeah. That's interesting because that's how I felt um, about action in Superman. Um, I felt action was kind of lame, and so I dropped it. But Superman was that good, and it's kind of like the inverse over on the bat side of things. Whereas Detective seems to be the one with the goods, and mm-hmm. the the main the the character title is the one that you can leave. Hmm. Superman's real yeah. good. Uh, teaser for next week. Superman Annual One came out. I loved it. Ooh. Uh, and uh, it's going to be an interesting story about not paying attention to the cover and being surprised when you see the guest star. <laughs> hmm. And, and, and a, a theory on maybe covers should not give away certain things. <laughs> Next week on the comic book pit. <laughs> um, yeah, the only thing I had to really speak on was uh, Civil War 2 issue 7 of 7 to be continued into issue 8 oh yeah. man Marvel can't count no no the the pre you know like the uh, the solicitation says 7 of 7 and yeah. the finale is here and they, then you get to the a end. lot yeah and then yeah they, they did the same thing with uh, Secret Wars yeah <laughs> I don't think that was the first time. I think that, that if we were to examine the history, um, it really goes... They have a real, a real, real bad habit of, hey, six of six, eight of six. Yeah. Yeah, they just... They like to ring stuff out, I think. They sure do. Yeah. And... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw out my usual speculation about the story because, you know, it's been... But it's been seven issues... We still don't really know what's going on. I still don't care about who whose side is right uh, in this so-called civil war, which I don't even think is a proper title for the book. Um, but well, there was a movie coming out, and they had to tie it in. So. I know, I know. <laughs> um, the the dude is all right. The dude's an inhuman. He's having visions of the future. Uh, Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel is. Uh, Saying we should use the visions to make sh- you know to prevent crimes, and Tony Stark saying don't use them. So now this dude has had a vision of Old Man Logan's future, but he's actually there, and he is talking to Old Man Logan in his t- era, and he's like, I don't know where I am, what's going on, and Wolverine basically is like, you know, it's all Tony Stark's fault. You know the world is like this, and you know, and you know he sh- something about stopping her, blah blah blah, and uh, then she, the guy's like, "Who? What?" You know, and he gets, of course, gets snapped back to the present. Doesn't find out everything, just like the readers. Yep. And then, but my my guess is that the visions that this dude is having, um is just visions of old man Logan's future Earth. So that whatever, if they follow his visions, it'll become old man Logan's world. That, that's that's my only guess. That's all, because there's nothing hmm. to go on. But I was like, that would be cool. That would be interesting, because then it'd be like, well, we don't want to follow his vision, because he's leading us to this one, which is horrible. 
um, you know, in the long play, you know, in the short play, it seems like he's trying to help out, but in the long play, the whole world's going to get, you know, creamed. So, I don't know. I was like, just get this thing over with. You know, I, <laughs> I've been, I figured I'd just read the main book just to figure out what was going on in Marvel, you know, but no. But it's, mm-hmm. it's a bummer. Um, and then <laughs> Captain the- America. Uh, what was the whole point of this of, of Civil War Two? Is that this Inhuman is has the ability to see the future? Okay. And one team wants to use them, and the other team saying we should study it and not use them right away. You know, not use them if it's a danger. Okay. Um, it's it's the script of uh, that one Tom Cruise movie. You know, with the oh Minority yeah Report. Minority Report. It's the same I was, story. I was going to say Risky Business. <laughs> yeah, that's <too>. yeah. <laughs> that might be more enjoyable. But uh, yeah, that, that was that was like, come on. <laughs> At least the art's good, so I'll give him that. Who's who's doing the art? Uh, Is it uh, Marquez? Oh, David Marquez. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like his stuff. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't need. This is one of them books. It's just why? Why do they do these things? So anyway, something that should have ended, you know, and not in its time. They should have just ended this. But I digress. Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the comic pile and read something different. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, there's. I, t- I mean, I, I. I think we talked about this in our pre-show, but yeah, I've. I've got a stack of stuff to read, old and new stuff. Yeah. Whose dumb idea was it to have that comic swap, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's all I've been reading all week. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, stuff from the comic swap. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Good. Anything on note? Um. I finally got to read all of uh, Captain America White, which I knew came out like in 2008, but I only heard like one issue came out. Oh, yeah. Actually, well, no, you're right. It, well, the the Zero issue came out in 2008, and it didn't finish. It didn't actually, the actual series didn't come out until last year. Yeah. Which is kind of weird, because Tim Sale and Jeff Loeb, they're always like just, you know, they... They got a limited series. They get it done, and, and that's it. Nothing like that. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I think it, what well you got to remember, Jeff Loeb. He got promoted to like he's like Marvel's TV guy now. Oh, is that what? So uh, yeah, that's true. So he probably yeah. I'm sure whatever his intentions were as far as putting that that book out probably got derailed when he started, you know, doing all the TV stuff for Marvel. Because you figure he's doing, I guess he's probably doing the stuff on ABC and the stuff for Netflix. Uh, he is. He's. Yeah, I think he is doing both. I'm pretty sure he's still at the front of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And or tell them uh, to make Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? Believe it or not, I actually am enjoying this season. Oh, yeah? it, it's I've, crazy, <laughs> but I, I've, no, I was just yeah, gonna say I, I enjoyed the I enjoy I'm enjoying the the 
fresh take on Ghost Rider. So, go ahead, Dan. That's all. Well, I was just gonna say I've I've been you know I, I've been enjoying it more this year than I did last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, Although I, th- I think I'm an episode behind. Uh, yeah, um, there was a new one this week. Okay, yeah, then I'm, I'm definitely an episode behind. But uh, I'm glad that they finally just. You know what? You know what it is about the se- this season. It actually feels like the show that I thought I was going to get in the first season, because they have they have a known Marvel character, and they also have somebody on their team that has powers. So. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I wanted in the first season. They took three, they threw away three seasons of them kidding around about, you know, when something might happen, you know, with the Inhumans and all that stuff. And it's like now they're actually just doing a, a show. Like now they've actually been. They're like, here we have a show, and it's, it's fun. It's a lot more fun than it has been. So. Well, you know, and and, and you probably thought thought this as well, but like when. When uh, the series first started, and they basically introduced introduced Deathlock. Oh yeah. I thought, oh, I thought, cool. He's gonna, they're gonna help him get control of of his cybernetic side. They're gonna make him an agent. He's gonna be part of Shield, or yeah, part of Shield. And they, yeah, they did not do That's that ex- at all. Yeah, exactly. You thought that it was gonna be some, uh, yeah, some characters from the Marvel U that we knew, along with all these newer ones that you know, we would get to know. And then they just kept walking away from all this stuff. That, you know. yeah. They kept teasing us. They're like, oh, 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 are we going to? No, yeah. no, we're not. Are, maybe, no, maybe, no. Yeah. Not this time. Uh, so. Nope. Here's Lady Whatever. Sif. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah, for one episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't get past it. Here's, here's Absorbing Man for one episode. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, man. Hey, here's Lucy Lawless. Oh, nope, we killed her off. <laughs> Even that. I was like, come on. Oh, wait, guys. Here's the Inhumans again. Yeah. Oh, here's Grant Ward again. Uh, that was me. I was like, why won't you die? Yeah, but they finally, mm-hmm. he's finally off the show. Yeah. Although they're working on life, mo- and they're, that's another thing. They're actually working on life model decoys in a, in a right. more obvious sense this season. And, um, it's like, why wasn't that in the first season? You know, that would have been cool. But no. Uh, yeah, there's <laughs> just so many, so many what ifs and whys I, with that, with that show. I can't even. All, all I'm going to, all I can say is. I just can't even. <laughs> I actually am enjoying this season. And I think if, if I were to recommend, if anybody were to say where should I start, I'd say just skip all the other seasons and watch this season. Like if you're a comic book, if you're knowledgeable enough, just skip over and watch this season. Yeah, you know? I mean, unless you're, I mean, they, I don't know. I mean, the the evolution of Sky to, you know, as from. From hacker to agent to inhuman, you know, meh. I don't know, maybe, but yeah. There's not other than that. There's not really a lot of other. There, there's nothing like me to grab onto. I like that they actually took. They've taken uh, 
Coulson back to uh, to being an agent and not being the leader because mm-hmm. he he works better as an agent. You know, his character is better. Um, it, it just seemed like a a rough fit, you know, for him to be running the whole operation. I liked him better when he was more of a man, men in black kind of character. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like the, the fact that they got to play the new director. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's pretty good. He's got a few stars as well, so I like that, too. Mm-hmm. And he's <laughs> actually, like, he's an actual character yeah. um, in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. He's not in, I think in the comics, that character is not an Inhuman, so they kind of change things around okay. to make him that, but yeah. Cool. Anyway. Fascinating. <laughs> and Fascinating. just. Um, Any other uh, orders of business? Dr. Spray? I don't think so. Um, no, I think we're just going to we're just going to keep on uh, keeping on. We're going to, I guess, look at the calendar here. I guess we're, we'll probably get, be able to get a couple more episodes in before the holidays. Um, maybe even like uh, maybe even up to the, the week leading up to Christmas. I guess it depends on everyone's schedule. But we have at least two to three more episodes before the holidays. So I should change my calendar. You know, I'm looking at my... And, uh... You're like, I'm on I'm August. Yeah, that's weird. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas on a Friday? That's, I didn't think that was right. When, when, we got Labor Day coming up. Hold on, guys. <laughs> um, but, uh... No, I don't think, you know... Um, I think the show... You know, all the shows are done for the year. Uh, mid-season finales are next week for the uh, CW programs. Uh, biscuits. Uh, two more episodes of The Walking Dead, I think, this month. Oh, really? Who? Before, before oh, yeah, the uh, right. yeah. that mid-season. We should save that, because... Yeah, let's save that. I'll just say, yeah. if, if you didn't... If people thought it was moving slow before... I, I liked this past <laughs> week's episode, but I was like, this is not going to save Sinking Reef. No, I've got... The, I've the got funny thoughts, episode. But yeah, we'll, That's we'll, it. I, I'm we'll, teasing. We'll, I'm like, we'll save that for next week. <laughs> Superman <laughs> into one, and... What is the deal with The Walking Dead? I'm like a vampire Jerry Seinfeld on that one. I like that stricken from the record, please. Edit that out and post. Um, but yeah, but uh, I guess, you know, the only thing we've really got going on that, that will be uh, consistent besides a couple of episodes, we've got, you know, the um, the December art challenge that we're all, you know, participating in and, uh, you know, just keep... Keep an eye out for that. We'll Give us those likes. We'll, Get entered. We'll, yeah, and we'll be doing that every day. It went so. 124 pieces of original artwork from the comic book. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know. And it's going to be all original art. No, uh, no scans. No prints. Yeah, it's the real deal. Si- sizes may vary. Sizes will definitely <laughs> vary because I'm doing all mine on like I'm, I've got a small. Oh, I, I should like do that. Small pad that that I'm I'm basically doing them at work. I should find it. I know I have a small tablet around here while I'm working. So. All right, I, I'm working on this uh, six by six pad. Of, it's called Strathmore Artist Tiles. I picked up like Joanne's Fabrics a long time ago. It was 
Vellum Bristol, which I don't really care for Vellum, but I started using it just to use it at the uh, last New Dimension store appearance I did, and I didn't mind it as much. Ooh, yeah. the, the vellum wasn't uh, gripping my pencil away from me as much as I, I felt it had in the past. So I'm using that's what I'm using. Of course, I'm going to run out because I don't have it's not a 31 page tablet. So might get another one because I'm uh, anal about consistency. <laughs> Draw smaller. No. <laughs> no, I can't. Six by six. I mean, it's not huge, but. I did. I did a, a. I don't. It's not really a bus shot. I did the whole like. I don't know from the the, the groin up. You know what I might do is um, I'm, I might take a page from the Jim Rug book, and I I might do some like a, some of the ballpoint pen kind of stuff. There you go. Yeah, something different. Okay. You know, like just try to use some because I did it with the um, uh, post-it notes last year for the Tunesium. Mm-hmm. And I got some pretty cool effects out of it. Yeah, yeah. I might do something like that. Pencil and post-it note, I always found, gave a good uh, good result. Yeah. Um, I like Bic on notebook paper. Um, as yeah. long as it's like, you know, not like rip a sheet out and put it like on a hard surface, but if it was like in the pad, yeah. at that soft, I always thought they were good effects. Not not Jim Rugg quality uh, results. No, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, results may vary. Yeah. No, I, it's more of a. I think I, I want to make it more of an experimental experiment with uh, different uh, pens and stuff. So, I I discovered um, it's a Uniball. It, it's just a regular pen. It's you know, but the Uniball um, Rollerball stick pens. Oh. They, they have this micro point. They're pretty cool. Awesome. All right, I got that. I actually just found a no a notebook. Since we're talking craft, I did mine with a uh, Statler non-repo blue pencil, a variety of uh, Pitt Faber Castle pens and uh, Pentel brush pen for the fills. It was too small to use the brush pen for any of the line work. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I I, I might. Do some like some pen work. I don't know, but for the most part, I'm just gonna. They're probably all gonna be just pencil pencil sketches. And then, yeah, uh, Sean Atkins used a cigarette butt he found on the street. <laughs> he did it on a piece of bark. That's all he needs. And it's beautiful. Yeah, that's all right. And it's still yeah, it still looks amazing while driving. Yeah. And he yeah. left. <laughs> I'll probably just keep picking my uh, sketchbook. Well, I I've already got my my uh, my idea for tomorrow's sketch. So all right, you guys, better watch out. <laughs> it's gonna get. It's like we're doing it for fun. All of a sudden, it's like competition. Yeah. No, it is a challenge. <laughs> no one that, talks. The DC characters are so iconic; it can be kind of fun to take a spin on them. Uh, I guess even mm-hmm. even the Marvel characters are a bit iconic in their own, but the DC characters have been. There's been so many uh, variations and versions on them. I kind of hewed a little towards, well, the the look of Batman's outfit. I went Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Yeah, you went classic. Yeah, yeah, that's a good look. 
That's one of my favorites. I'm not going to say I drew in that style because we come on. <laughs> but uh, I, as far as the uh, the details of the shoe, I went with that one. Nice. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right, Jerry. I mean, there there's so many different, you know, so many different looks that we've enjoyed with characters over the past 50, 60, 70 years that you could go, you know, you can go way back to first appearance. You could like, there's so many different eras of of costume. Like, I could probably do and, 31 versions <clears throat> of Batman. Yeah, based yeah, on, no like, doubt. Different suits that are yeah, you um, could designs. Yeah, just look up uh, if you're familiar with the Funko Pop figures. <laughs> they just they in fact just launched four more Batman designs that were pulled from the old comic books, and there I swear there's thirty or forty different Batman costumes that they've already put out as figures. So if you need if you need Batman costumes, you could type in. I'm not seriously. I want to. I want to go. I'm kind of interested in trying to go deep cut. Um, I like drawing monsters and bulky characters. So oh, I'm there like, you go. Oh, that'd be cool too. For DC. Yeah. Think of a kind. Yeah. One or two. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm looking forward to this. It should be fun. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to what everyone uh yeah comes up with. It's always it's always fun to see. You know everyone's take on different characters. Well, I, I just want to say in closing, um, news and notes, stuff like that. Uh, registration for 2017 picks has opened up for past exhibitors. So if there's any past picks exhibitors, nice. somehow the circle crosses over from that to the comic book pit listening audience. Uh, you yeah. should have seen an email. Um, if you've never exhibited there before and you'd like to. Uh, keep an eye on the internet. That is a Facebook page. And uh, registration should be opening up here soon. Um, for those not aware, PIX is the Pittsburgh Indie Comics Expo. It's going to be held Sunday, April 9th next year at the, um, at the August, August Wilson. Wilson Center. Thank you. August Wilson Center uh, downtown across the street from the Toonsium. Oh, nice. And so that'll be really, it's a lot more room, it's a lot more space. There'll be uh, panels running concurrent in the August Wilson Center as well as across the street at the Toons Dam. Um, admission will be free again. Uh, look, very excited for the, the next, be the fourth picks. It's, uh, and, I just, and let the record show, it, it started, it started here on this very podcast. You and me, Dan, we had a little <laughs> conversation. No, you're right. You're right. I love Bringing it. it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just updated the, the comic book pit map uh, for the new location of picks. I actually just did that while we were talking tonight. Oh, so, great! So, good job, yeah, dude. maps up to date. Got the info there too. Nice. Uh, yeah. Trying to act. We are just anything. We are a well-oiled machine. <laughs> what? Any, any announcements? <laughs> And, and input some wisdom upon us. Oh. <laughs> Live the dream. <laughs> Live the dream. Never, Goonies never say Just die. Keep Just keep on living. L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> keep on keeping on. <laughs> Alright. Well, on that note, let's, uh, let's draw this clam bake to an end. <laughs> 
This has been Comic Book Pit 238. I'm Dan. I'm the Duke. I'm Jared. I'm Sean. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.